Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Hello, good morning. It's good to see you. Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion. I do hope that if you follow that series, you have been blessed by what we're learning. This week, we're looking at the five most important things that God has ever taught me. Let me start by asking you a question. Think about it. Ever since you've known the Lord, what is the one most important thing that God has ever taught you? What is the most important thing that you have learned in life? Let me know in the comment section if you're watching by YouTube. But you know what? Let me tell you one of the most important things that God has ever taught me as a minister of the gospel. He taught me that if I want to serve him and end up well, then there's something that I must do. He said, if you don't want your testimony to be like what Apostle Paul feared in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, then there's something you must do. Let's take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. I read it from the New Living Translation. It says, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified Apostle Paul knew that he could be disqualified from service. He could be disqualified at the end of his journey. And he was afraid of that. So he said because he was afraid of being disqualified at the end of his life and at the end of serving God, he needed to put some things in place. And so the Lord taught me, if you want to serve me and end well, because there are people that serve God and do not end well. He said then, one thing you must understand is that you must be the first member of your congregation. Meaning that whenever you preach, you must be the first person that you're preaching to. You are the first soul. Meaning that I am the first soul that must be one. I am the first person that I must preach to and I must speak to. If not, I will preach to every other person, lead every other person to a deeper relationship with the Lord, you know, do all those things for people, but I myself will be disqualified because I am not obeying the very things that I'm telling people to do. Meaning that before you preach to others, you must first of all preach to yourself. Before I preach to others, I must first of all preach to myself, number one. Number two, I must obey the things that I'm telling other people to obey. That's why in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, Apostle Paul was giving counsel to one of the people he had raised in the Lord. His name is Timothy. And the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, he said, Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt save both thyself and those that hear you. So Paul was telling Timothy, number one, take heed unto thyself. In other words, Pay attention to yourself first. You are the first person to be one. And then he said, continue therein. He says, also pay attention to what you are telling others and continue therein. What does it mean to continue therein? It means to obey those same things that you're telling other people. If I read it from, from New Living Translation, it says, keep a close watch on how you live. Paul was telling Timothy, keep a close watch on how you live. Before you keep a close watch on how people in the congregation are living, who is committing fornication, who is lying, who is committing adultery, who is shading his business, who is not doing what he's supposed to do. Before you do all of that, he said, you, Timothy, keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. He says, stay true to what is right. 
for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. Meaning that a preacher's salvation is dependent on him by himself, listening to the message and obeying the things that are in the message. Meaning also that being a preacher will not save you. Preaching the gospel to others will not save you. Performing miracles will not save you. Being the voice of God, being the prophet of God, being the priest of God will not save you. You can finish all those things and end up in hell if you do not pay attention to your doctrine and you know obey those things that are there it's a very important lesson that god taught me so before i preach to others and teach others i preach to myself while i'm talking to others i'm also talking to myself you know so a lot of people listen and say oh your message is really hard this is really chastising and all of that but guess what before i've said those words and i've looked at those words it's been hard on me i've chastised myself i've repented and they made a decision to move away from whatever it is that i'm teaching that is wrong that is the only way my life will be preserved that is the only way i will be saved because many preachers will be very surprised when the trumpet sounds and you find out that they are left behind not because they didn't serve God, but because while they were serving God, they were not paying attention to themselves. You know, the Bible tells us in Matthew 7, 21, I refer to this people a lot. If I read from New Living Translation, it says, Not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven. So that you're saying Lord, Lord will not save you. He says, only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. So if you don't do the will of the Father, you will not enter, even if you're a pastor, even if you're a preacher. Now, closely related to that is another thing that God taught me. He said, remember, you will stand before me and give an account of how you have lived your life. There is something called the judgment seat of Christ. In Hebrew, it is called the Burma seat. Burma simply means the judgment seat of Christ. What is the judgment seat of Christ about? It is when believers will stand face to face with Jesus and they will give an account of how they have used the gifts, the talents, the opportunities, and all the things that God has given them to advance his kingdom. So that's why the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, he said, and we must all, all of us, compulsory, we said we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to what he has done whether it is good or bad so judgment day is coming now the judgment seat of christ is not really judgment in terms of oh i'm gonna cast you into your fire no that's not what the judgment seat of christ is talking about actually what is the meaning of judgment judgment simply means decision taken after evaluation so meaning that every single thing you are doing or saying wherever you're going how you are living your life every day is being evaluated like the whole of today as the day goes on i'm going to be evaluated the things that i'm saying what i'm saying right now what i'm going to do everything the intentions of my heart the motives of my heart all of that will be evaluated at the end of my life when i stand before the judgment seat of christ they will give judgment after assessing all of these things and they're going to give a verdict and they're going to give rewards and all of that the bible says what's in romans chapter 14 verse 12 it says so then every one of us shall give an account of himself to god very important lesson that god taught me now knowing that i'm going to give an account of myself to god i'm very careful you know to understand the will of god per day to understand the will and the purpose of god for my life to understand what god wants me to do and i diligently do that not letting anything deter me because i remember that the lord has taught me very clearly that i'm gonna stand before you will stand before jesus and give an account 
of how you have lived your life, how you have used the things, the talents, the opportunities, all of those things that God has given you, the breath he has given you, what have you used it to do? How have you used it to advance the cause of Jesus Christ on earth? You know, life is not about living long. It is about living well. What does it mean to live well? It means living a life of intense impact that your life is impacting somebody. Your life is advancing the cause of the kingdom. If that is not what you are doing with your life, then you are living a wasted life. You are living a life that is totally unproductive. And guess what Jesus told the unprofitable servant in Matthew 25, verse 30 and 31, there was where the verdict was. He said, cast that unprofitable servant into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I really don't want to go there. I do not want to go to hell. I don't want to be cast away. And I don't want to disappoint Jesus. I want Jesus to be proud of me. One of my biggest obsessions in life is to see Jesus proud of me. So hear Jesus say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I live for that. That is why I walk. That is why I do everything I do. That is why I obey God. You know according to the scripture because of this big big lesson that god has taught me so once again i would like to know what is the biggest thing you've ever learned from the lord so you can let me know in the comment section or send me an email you can send the email to questions at mentorsjournal.com and i'll try to find out what it is that god has taught you god bless you for other life-changing messages you can now download the app rev or Yik speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube and Telegram, all on the handle Oyix Alfred. Cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee, you are my shield, you are my covering. My foundation, you are my seed, you are my covering, you are my stability, my foundation, take me to the place, the place you the secret place, that's where I want to be, take me to the place, the place you are, the secret